0: For tuning in to Michigan Due Season Ministry. This show will air every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We pray that you are encouraged, inspired, transformed, and renewed. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the message. Well, praise the Lord once again. We greet you in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. This welcome, we welcome you to do season. This this has been designed with you in mind. We thank God for those that are the overseers. We thank God for God first for being the head of our life, for the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit, we are thanking him because due season is designed with you in mind, and so at this time, we want to take our time uh, to honor those who are uh, making it possible for us to come into your home and to, you know, be a blessing to you in this hour We want to thank God for the overseer, uh, Apostle Dr. Oscar Underwood, a wonderful man of God, and to the woman of God, uh, Dr. Jacqueline King, the CEO of this great initiative. And I am yours truly, Dr. Teresa Moulton of the Michigan Chapter, And I also want to pray even for my dear sister, who would normally be assisting me, and that is none other than Reverna Tony. And we thank God for her in this hour. I want to honor my husband as well in the loss of his nephew. We thank God for him, Elder Jeffrey Moulton. And so this evening, we want to pray before we get started with this lesson that will be a blessing. To everyone under the sound of my voice, I'm truly sure that you're going to be blessed by this message. Amen? Father, we bless you today. We honor you as King of glory. We thank you for being Lord of Lord in our lives. We thank you that you are a healer in our lives. We thank you for being a provider. And Father, we thank you because you are the head of the church, and we thank you because we're many facets where we're all fitly joined together. Father, as we find of any distraction, every hindering spirit that come up against every leader that's connected to this show, and even to this initiative, this CEO, Jacqueline King, we want to pray for her, and we thank God for her in this hour. And even for Oscar Underwood, Apostle Oscar Underwood, because truly we know it takes something to try to do the will of God. Because the enemy is on his job, but God is on his job as well. Now we bind up every hand, spirit, every demon power that try to come up against us. We curse it from the root of the very And we send it back to dry places, never to rise again. And we give your name the glory as we loose the blood of Jesus Christ over it by faith. It is already done. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I'm thanking God once again because he is a promise-keeping God. And I thank him for this due season. Once again, this program has been designed for you to be blessed and that someone will walk away saying, I thank God for due season. Amen. Truly thank him because he has been good to us in this season, even though we're going through. But God is teaching his people how to weather the storm. Amen. The body of Christ is going to another realm of glory. We are going to a place that we've never been before. We thank God that he's doing it for us and not we ourselves in the name of Jesus. And so today, God has placed in my spirit, I'm telling you, uh, I've been going through a storm, uh, myself, and because so many deaths in our family. Uh, but God has been teaching me, even as I've been going through the storm, walking in the storm with Christ. And, and it teaches us to learn how to be, become mature Christians. So today I'm going to speak on walking through your storm, knowing that Jesus is holding your hand, Amen. We want you to know Jesus is holding your hand, regardless of what you're going through today. I want you to know you're not in this battle by yourself. God is with you in the battle, Amen. If I were to use some of the scriptures that I had, with Romans eight twenty eight verse one, and also out of Philippians four and um, five. We want our minds to be that of Christ Jesus and Philippians four thirteen. Uh also God that worked in us to do his good pleasure. Amen. And also Philippians I believe Philippians four and nine. Amen. And we got Philippians two. No, Philippians four. And let me see, I'm going to start with what I'm going to start with because I have so many scriptures tonight. We're going to start in Psalms. I was teaching that even at my own church uh, that, you know, God wants us to be whole. He wants us to know that he is the way maker for us, amen, and not we ourselves. God is making our way through trials and tribulations, persecution, God has us. He has us in his right hand. And I'm so grateful today to know that God has us. Amen? So at this time, we're going to turn to Psalm 35. All right? Psalm 35, and we'll start uh, even at verse uh, 8, if you will. And we'll be reading to you out of the King James Version, I believe this is, of the Schofield. Amen. And so let us start. It says, "Let destruction come upon him unexpectedly, and let his net that he has, and let his let his net he has, hit and catch himself into that very destruction that let him fall. And my soul shall be rejoiceful or joyful in the Lord." We must rejoice in the Lord at all times, knowing that God is making our way in the midst of a storm. I don't care what it is that you're going through. Know that God is in the storm with you. You may be thinking everybody walks out on you, which they will. Sometimes we, you know, we have to be left alone for us to call on the one that carries us. Because sometimes we depend on flesh, and flesh is grass. It will it will let you down every time, but God wants you to tr- truly, truly trust in Him. Now, the spirit of a true intercessor—it's not hard to understand this scripture because we know in Romans eight twenty eight that we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God and are the call according to His purpose. So when you go there and you find out what you thought was working against you, and we know that all things, unfailing things, things that came to destroy you, all things work together for the good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. There's a purpose in your life. God is not a respected person. Even before you were born, I told that even yesterday, there was a calling to everyone that comes into the body of God. God wants to use you in a great way. God wants to heal you, deliver you. Whatever you're going through, God is able, God is able to deliver you out of whatever the enemy is trying to do, God will prevail. Because his arm is not too short. He sits high, but he looks low. And we thank him for that because God has a work for all of the body, And there's not one person that God has oversighted. There's no such thing as you just the one that God calls. God has called each and every one of us liberally. There's gifts that's been distributed. And you walk in your gift, and then you won't have to cross lanes with people. Amen. And I know the desires that we have sometimes to be great in the gospel, and we want to mimic other people, but the best thing you could ever do is do the will of God. Because when you do the will of God, then it's been a kingdom. But if you don't, that's when you get in trouble because you're trying to walk in shoes that you have not obtained. Let us go to Philippians 4 and 13. Surely we know that the believers must suffer a certain uh, test or so before the sufficiency comes, because we gotta go through a battery of tests. Because many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver them out of them all. And let us go to eight thirteen. I can't listen to this. I love this. I can't do all things through Christ. Strengthened to me. So you know that it's not the strength that you have, but it is the strength that comes from God. Paul knew this. So Paul was preaching from this epistle, recognizing that his strength is tied up in the gospel, and that is Jesus Christ. Amen? None other than Jesus. He versed to knowing this. I'm telling you, when you read all down through uh, Philippians, Paul I tell you, even when he was in prison, whether he was a bound or a bait, he never took his eyes off of God. And so that's how we must do. We must travel this journey knowing that God is able to deliver us out of the hands of the enemy. The presence of God brings peace in our lives. If we can keep our eyes and our ears focused to God, we will feel the Peace of God And I'm telling you, you We'll feel the conclusion of the matter It's God I know you may be going through You may have loved some loved ones And God is there with you In John 14 He wants to let not by heart Each brother ye believe in God in also in me And my father's house Are many mansions Do you know God already Got this thing worked out we got to trust in the true and living God. God is God all by himself. And that's why I love the sufficiency of God because my inadequacy leads me into a victory. When I feel weak, God makes me strong to hear every word that I'm saying. I'm talking about you got to acknowledge that you have weaknesses. You have to acknowledge that without God, I cannot do it. But through God, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. God will strengthen you. You don't need to run after people or run to the cross. Because God is at the cross. You can clearly hear God speaking in your spirit when you chase after God. Amen. So I urge you today, to seek the faith of God. There's people God has blessed to go through tests. As I said, even uh, into my congregation, I showed them that I thank God for certain people that God placed in my life with no man is an island. And when you get like that, you get fanatical and you don't have any balance in your life. But you got to know that, just like I have a teacher when you go to college or high school, or just to take a you know, to, to learn some kind of trade. There's a professor or a teacher, you never just jump up and you know everything. Stay been where you're going. Amen. So it's best to sit and say, I'm gonna learn this and I'm gonna use it and utilize the information because when we get information it does not operate until we put it in force and that becomes wisdom. So we have to get the knowledge first because my people perish from a lack of knowledge. So we want to know that even through the storm, God is holding my hand. He's making me whole. And out of that 8 and 28, you can even go further down and find out that God is, I'm telling you, God is with you. Don't you ever feel alone when your friends walk out on you, when you don't have anyone else in your life know that God is in your life. Let's read Romans 8 and 32 and 33. He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? 33 says, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God is justified. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. So you see that? God is praying for you when you don't even know how to pray for yourself. Don't we serve an awesome head that of the see? Don't we serve an Awesome God, that whether I'm abound or base in my inadequacy, I can receive victory. Even in my down setting, in the valley, He'll lead me to the mountain. I thank the Lord for that. God is an awesome God, and we ought to thank Him because in your weakness, you're made perfect through Christ, and He'll teach you how to pray. When you're weak, your strength is gone. God will teach you how to shut that closet and call out to him. The Lord will assume responsibility for you, and he will show you how to go through combat, how to get out of whatever trench you're in. God is able to do it. God is able to propel us to a place that we've never been before. I've been propelled in this last hour. I was sharing that I am in another realm of glory that no devil in hell. I don't care if he I recognize that devil. I can smell him almost. Hallelujah. God will give you vision. He'll give you smell. That's why I say, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, my God. If you're walking in places that you aren't supposed to be, the Bible says, bless the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Let's go there, my man. fact, hey, man. Because we want to grow. I don't know about you, but I want to grow in this. I have got I've exceeded the baby stage because God got me pastoring. I've been pastoring now 15 years, and I thank him. It's only God that keeps me because people will try to blame things on you. When you tell them not to do stuff, they'll do it. And when they do it, they'll try to make you feel guilty because they went and did it themselves. Till they come to a place and repent, I'm gonna tell you right now they're gonna go back through that thing again because you cannot put evil on good and think you're gonna be blessed. Amen. Now there's some that wanna say if you wanna grow and watch God carry your hand through the storm, and He tells us in Psalms one that division. The author of that was David and others. It was some others wrote that was the 10th century. These things. and I'm telling you, when you read the background of that letter, sounds of the rule derived from the Greek psalms, and it denoting a poem, song, and accomplishment a companionship, and a, a musical instrument, amen? So when we read that, we know it's harmoniously moving us to another place, amen? It's a blessing, and these is two men, two ways, destiny. You can choose them. God is not going to make you. He never goes against your will. You have to willfully surrender your rights to God. Amen. But the Bible says, "I." it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of the sin, but sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. I know that's true. Because you know what? I can come home after coming out from the pollutions of the world and coming to my sanctuary. Your home should be your sanctuary. Don't let nobody come contaminate what's peaceful to you because God is a God of peace. I can come home and sit in my chair and just be quiet and meditate on the word of God, and God speaks so clear to me, and I thank him because he told us if we meditate on him, and just meditate on his love, saying that he shall be like a tree, in verse 3, planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit and its seeds, whose leaves. Anything that come against us because God got us. Amen? And nothing like knowing you got some assurance and insurance. Amen? God is an insurance God. I thank him for that because this song, I'm telling you, the Psalter and this song is generally divided in five uh, different uh, conclusions if you really look at it. It's divided and it comes to a close in 150 But I thank God That when we learn this song We learn the order of God Where about half of the songs Were written by David In the 10th century And some of them are known to have uh, Been composed by other men uh, for, for example In the 90th century But we live in the millennium now And that song is still good today. Blessed is a man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. If you don't want things to come on you, get attached to you, tear you down, stop running back and forth to some man don't mean you any good. If you know he hasn't married you and here it is more than the fifth year, you can forget it. If he has not proposed to you and you have done that, things that a wife would normally do, get out. Run for your life because there's no good going to come out of it. But I can tell you this, out of Romans 8:28 says all things. So even that terrible thing that broke your heart, it's going to work for your good because when God sent you a boy, and that's the women of God, you'll know that this is the one that God sent me. And he is not a counterfeit and I will not accept anything less than what God has sent me. Amen. God desire for us to mature. After so long of walking with God, we should be mature. We should stop being babies. Opportunity to show show God that we trust His word and that we believe everything He said about the blessing for us. I'm telling you, the Father wants to see you walk in the prophetic anointing. And when we call him God, he show his hand of love. He show up that he loves the believer. And guess what? God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. That's why you wonder why some people are getting black. But you know sometimes
1: the ungodly
0: operate in principles. They get the reciprocity because they operate in principle. And then you get mad and say, I've been saved for so long, God. You got me in all this. I'm going through all these trials, God, and you haven't showed up. But that's why he hasn't showed up because you have not got the right attitude. You must take on the proper attitude in order for God to take you to the altitude he wants to take you. There's a place he wants to take you. He wants to take you to a place you've never been before. He wants to take you to heights you've never soared before. Amen. So you got to stay stay steadfast with God. And you've got to believe he's the God that cannot lie. You cannot get angry with God when you don't get your stuff, your goodies fast enough. Don't get angry with God. Because becoming old, it takes something. Society makes you think like, what's the uh, more, out say the mainstream thing today? What's popular is money, money, more money, 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 new houses, big houses, brand new cars. That's fine, but how gonna and cattle on a thousand hills belong to God. God said in his word he will give you houses, you didn't even build vineyards, you didn't plant. So stop worrying about that and begin to get in the word of God. And watch God show you how your unhappiness can turn to pleasure. And you won't even act like you used to act. When you go to church, you'll treat people with respect. The only reason you're angry because you have not gotten your word, even though you're in the storm, God is there with you. Stop trying to cover up dirt, and you need to clean it out. The Bible told us, confess your father daily, every day. Repent daily, not every other day. Daily, even before you go to bed at night, that helps mature you. And the more you get mature, the more you see God carrying your hand through the storm. You'll be so happy. Peace with God. I Thank Him for this uh, broadcast, VW, because truly when you uh, are speaking to those under the sound of my voice, that buoyancy comes back in your spirit. It not only blesses those that are listening, because there are some people listening right now, mothers are walking the floor wondering where's her son. Mother, you don't have to worry. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently on him. That son will be back home. Amen. God's got you. All you've got to do is trust him at his very word. He never fails you yet. Amen. So in contrast of that, I just want to say this, uh, that Romans 8, 28 is letting us know that even though I feel like I'm in the dark, I feel like, why God? Stop, why, God, and say, thank you, Lord. I may not feel good. I may not feel like I should. But, God, I thank you that you're carrying me through the storm. As soon as you get to the place of thank you, when you get to the place of celebrating Jesus, celebrating the one that's bringing you through the test, I guarantee you, you're going to learn that God is a way maker. Hallelujah. I thank him because like I said, even my down have made my uprising. Amen. He's made me whole through so much. Wholeness is a person who starts, starts off like a baby. Then they trust God. Trust God. Each test they might fall, but they get up. And before you know it, that person, they begin to trust God's word and they get the sin out of their life. What they used to sin, they don't sin no more. And then they get strength. They start getting muscles and they get courage. Courage even comes through this. You get courage. So you can, you can uh, look for God to take the hurt, the disappointment and everything everybody says you can't do you'll end up doing. Amen? Because so many people, they want you to fail. But God said not so. I'll prepare a table before you in the presence of, you're going to have enemies watch you be blessed. They're going to say, how did they get there? I I was praying against them. But God had you in the storm. Even though you didn't know how you were going to get out of that storm, God said, I got her." and I'm going to keep her because she's one of mine. Isn't that beautiful to know that you belong to God and that no weapon formed against you shall prosper? And I'm telling you right now, when you learn through adversity, can nobody take your rewards from you. First of all, you've got to know God first in your life, and he's such an awesome God. I love him with all my heart. God is such an awesome God. I mean, he came through to me when no one else was there, when I didn't have anybody that was sick and stay. Amen. He came through for me. And that's how you have to be with God. You have to let people know it's God that's doing it for me now. Some of you wondering how I'm going to make it tomorrow. I don't even have a good job. I don't even know what I'm going to do. You better think like Paul when he was on his missionary journey, and he had plenty of them. But guess what? He always was taken care of. God is able to deliver you out of the hands of the enemy. I'm telling you, don't let no devil turn you around. The ministry is accredited for in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm telling you. Verse 1, it says, do we begin again to commend ourselves or do we need, as some others, epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? You are our epistle, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written, not with ink. God, not on tablets of stone, but on the tablets of flesh that is of the heart. What did I tell you when Paul said that? In other words, no more Ten Commandments. You can walk with God. You can be on top, even though you're going through the storm. People don't understand. How can they go through the storm? How can they make when all this hell is all around them, learning from your adversity, learning from your discomfort, learning from your hurt, becoming old, coming from being just a lamb into a sheep, my sheep hear my voice, and another they will not follow. I believe that about God. Another they will not follow. There's so many people following uh what they call the popular thing. Instead of getting in a church where you can get some delivery, you want to be in a big old something where all you can do is jump and shout and leave there and can't even remember what the message was about. Isn't that a terrible thing to go to church and say, so what, what chapter did the preacher preach out of? Uh, I don't know, but it was good because all you did was shout. You didn't even get a breakthrough because you don't even know what happened. So, listen, Second Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to start at verse 7. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given me for Satan to buffet me. Lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times, and that it might be part from me. And he said to me, My grace. Is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. So guess what? Remember, when you get blessed, stop thinking it's you. It's God. Paul was a mighty man of God. You've got to be careful because some of us got these prophetic gifts. We do have to be very careful because when you speak a thing and you decree and you see it happen, You've got to watch it. Don't you get a God thing going with yourself. Don't you think that you're God. Amen? Get a conflict. You better know it is he that sits high and looks low. But in that same verse of 9, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. My my strength is made perfect in your weakness. That means in your storm, I'm there. His strength is made it's made sufficient for you. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmity than the power of Christ may rest upon me. Paul had enough sense to know. No, I ain't about to be trying to get no credit because if it had not been for the Lord, what would I do? So you guys to take the same example as Paul, even if you know that you can get a prayer through. You have to recognize that it is God that's doing it because if you keep reading and eleven, that warning to the dummies, you can't be doing what you want, what you want and think And stop trying to be so quick to run up and get a microphone. You know, get in the body. Study the word of God like Timothy, you know, study to show thyself approved unto God. A worker needed not to be ashamed, but rightly devised. Don't get so high up and then get splattered on your face. Amen. Learn how to walk with God. Amen. If you're using some type of struggle or you keep going back to pornography, guess what? God is able to deliver you. Get in the word of God when you feel like you're ready to do whatever it is you want to do and find something that fits that. And God will deliver you. Therefore, listen, verse 10, therefore, I take pleasure and infirmities, and reproaches, and needs, and persecution, and distress, for Christ's sake. (laughs) For when I am weak, then I am strong. So he recognized that even when he's weak, that's when he's strong. I want you to know, learn from your adversity. I mean, you know, God is carrying you through the storm. You know, when God carries us through a storm, that means he got our hands. He's holding our hand. But God desires for us to be mature after so long of walking with him. Stop crying over the same past two years ago, three years ago. It's time to grow up. God is ready for people that will go out into the highways and hedges and compel men. It gives them the opportunity to show himself to the dying world we are evil. Pistols read among men. Uh-huh. The father sees this and he walks in the prophetic anointing over us. Amen. And then when we call on God, he shows us this love, like I said before. You've got to trust God. God is at work all the time. I'm telling body of Christ, let's get together and walk together and know that God is with us. God is with us the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he's with us, and he wants to show his hand. Don't you show your hand. Let him show his hand. Because if we trust God, I'm going to tell you, no devil in hell can stop no project that God is doing. The devil wants to stop it, but he cannot stop it. He's angry now because there's so many people getting past his stronghold. Women of God, stop marrying these men that, uh, uh, you know, that you know are not fit to marry. Uh-huh, but if I marry him, I can get him right. You can't get yourself right. Come on, let's get it together. Get in the word of God. Find your place in the kingdom. He'll vindicate you. I'm telling you, there's hope in God. God will vindicate you. I know what I'm talking about. If you want a blessing, you've got to learn to walk with God in your inadequacies, and I'm telling you, when you're in your storm, you'll know he's holding you by your hand. Amen. That is one more scripture I would like to read, which I I always read. This is is David's prayer against his enemies, and we're going to start at verse 8. Let destruction come upon him unexpectedly, and let his neck that he has hit and catch himself. Into that very destruction Let him fall And my soul shall be joyful In the Lord Amen So so many people are after David Like when you know something is after you And and you know that you don't have The strength to fight it Just pray Just pray Talk to God And then verse 9 said It shall rejoice in his salvation And it says All my bones shall say Lord who is like you, delivering the poor from whom? Oh, my God, from him. Who is too strong for him? Listen to that. Nobody can see God. Always remember that. You have the very best hand when you walk with God. No weapon for me is you're going to prosper, and I'm telling you, all things work together for the good Roman Romans 8. 8. you got to know that. you got to know that if you're in the vein somewhere being taught, be faithful because you will come out a strong Christian. God is looking for people who are walking in the storm, and Christ is holding their hand. I'm telling you. If you're listening to me under the sound of my voice, whatever it is you're going through, I truly believe we serve a God that sits high, but he looks low. He's our God. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. That's who you're going to see. in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you tonight. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. There's none like you. We thank you, God, you sit high, but you look low. We cast down every imagination and every home, every listener that's been caught in a thicket and cannot get out of these traps. We ask that you move them out their way right now. In the name of Jesus, blood cover them, And, Father God, until next week, I thank you. the anointing of God. We lose your power. We lose your authority in the spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you. Watch over BWE and all of those that have a hand to this. In Jesus' name and the body of Christ. In Jesus' name. Isaiah fifty four and seventeen says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am Doctor Teresa Moten. Until next week. You'll be blessed and know that God have you in your storm. God bless.